What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. It's the Single Life Edition. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host, the one and only, Teresa. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? We've reached the end. (laughs) We've reached the end. Not a moment too soon. Almost. Almost the end. Probably three episodes too late, actually. (laughs) But it's the season finale of The Single Life. Only thing left after this is the tell-all. That looks juicy. It looks juicy, but fingers crossed it's only one part. I think so. Because, woo, what are we going to talk? What are we going to tell? There is nothing to tell. Listen, I feel like there's a lot to tell, but... What is there to tell? It's the people they're going to bring into the drama. It's the Mike, the Tanya. Did we see Jay, Debbie's first date? That's the only guy that has anything to tell. I don't think we did. (laughs) He promised us a secret. Mm. Maybe it's the secret that Deb uncovered with a quick Google search. The guy's married. But that's the only guy that's got anything to tell. So come on out, Jay. Tell us your secret. (laughs) We'll see. We'll see. I I, Listen, you know that I loved the season at the beginning. Then it got very slow. I loved it. It's still slow. What, eight? This is 11, mm-hmm. seven, eight, nine, ten. I loved seven to eight episodes of this thing. Oh, I'm going to say I loved like five. Ooh. Five to six. Okay. Then it started dragging. They started dragging this and it's like, yeah, like make something happen, right? Right. When you think back to the first season, that was fabulous. We was didn't cover it, but we watched it for fun. We loved it. Yeah. Well, let's not drag out this podcast. Let's <laughs> get into it. Before we do, make sure you guys are following us on social media, on Instagram, on Facebook. On Instagram, it's at Married to Reality Pod. Okay. A lot of you guys are following us over there, but not everyone. So come on over and follow us there. It's a good time. There's memes. There's news. It's where you can talk to us, slide into our DMs, share your deepest, darkest secrets with us. We'll write back. Teresa will probably right back but i'll make sure she tells me what she said guys talk to us we love it we love hearing from you and thanks for those who reach out because that's what we do that's what we are here for we talk about a show then we want to hear from you guys we say all the time we have no friends we mean it guys we're not joking we have zero friends (laughs) so you are our friends yes I mean, we do have a couple of friends. Let's just not look like such losers. You want to lie and say we have friends? We have a few friends. Okay. We have those friends that we see once a year. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So message us, guys, at Married to Reality Pod on Instagram. Okay. Also, make sure you're following the podcast wherever you're listening. Because, sure, we got one more episode of The Single Life. We got the Mm tell-all. But this this is the feed where all of the pods come. So we still got... The before the 90 days. We got Darcy and Stacy, and we got married at first sight, which is an absolute doozy. Mm-hmm. So follow the podcast. So easy to do. Just look down and smash that follow button. Yeah, guys. Smash it like it's as hot as Debbie's date, Bill. Because Whoa. Bill, for his age, Whoa. is looking good. All right. He's you, a good looking kid, I got check. something for older men. It's just, I see them as grandpas. That's my thing. Mm -hmm. I love grandpas. Everyone's got a kink. I love grandpas. Not in a sexual way. 
I just love grandpas. I love talking to grandpas. Sure. Sure. Okay. And I thought like Bella was a very nice, nice very man. Very sweet man. Very sweet man. Very so maybe man. smash it like he's as sweet as Bill. Ooh, so <laughs> sweet. Yeah. Okay. And last but not least, if you haven't left a review, please do. It really makes our day, potentially makes our week, maybe our month. I don't know. That's up to you what you're right. Yes, guys. We love it. So please do it. And hey, look what I'm drinking from. Whoa! She, Teresa, is drinking from a married to reality mug right that now. That you can get on our website. Look at you pushing the mm-hmm, merch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do have some merch. We got some teas, some mugs, some glasses, some hoodies. All good stuff. We wear it all. We drink out of it all. You can too. MarriedToRealityPodcast.com. There's a button for the store. Check it out. Please do. And guys, a couple of you messaged us because of some delays on the merch. It wasn't us. It was the weather. Oh. We've been getting mad FedEx and UPS messages like it's delayed, the winter storm. So if you ordered something and it's taking a while, don't worry about it. I think things are getting back on track. I think it's been rectified. I think Mm -hmm. our friends reached out so they got it. Yes. Okay. So good. Good things come to those who wait. You always say that. That's what I say. Okay. That's what I tell myself. <laughs> All right. Should we get into it? The final episode of The Single Life, season two, episode 11. Whew, we've made it. We've made it. Let's start with Jesse and Jennifer. Double J. J and J, the only couple that really brought it this episode. So we'll talk about them. Let's do it. They've made it. Back from that private island. <laughs> from the fighting island? From the fighting island. Three yeah. episodes, same bathing suit. <laughs> three episodes, <laughs> right. Uh, if you watched it in real time, it made it seem like, oh my God, they were there for three weeks. That's that's great. In reality, it was probably 25 minutes. <laughs> they went there for the fight, so nobody could hear them. Nobody could hear the yelling and screaming. So they're at this private island for three episodes of nothingness. They finally got off the island. Right. Like Gilligan's <laughs> Island, a three-hour tour. This was a three-episode fight that finally came to a rousing conclusion of, so we're going to be late for our scuba diving lesson if, <laughs> if we don't head out now. So Amazing. all is forgiven? All is forgiven. Let's go. So, yes, they're back. It's Jesse's last night in Columbia. And they're staying at this beautiful hotel. Did you see the hotel? Beautiful hotel. I don't know if it was a suite or a villa or what, but it was two stories. Mm -hmm. It looked magical. It looked romantic. And why didn't you go there a couple days earlier so you could enjoy it? It's your last night. You're going to set your alarm for 5 a.m. so you can get to the airport. How are you going to enjoy that beautiful place? Uh, I think he's going to fly later in the day. Still, so it's the you, same zone as the U.S., so. there's You don't know his flight schedule. <laughs> Neither do I. But you just don't enjoy the last night of vacation. Listen, you are a sucker for nice hotels, right? Right, and I like to enjoy them. We just stayed at a nice hotel in Nashville for one night only. Didn't you enjoy it? Not as much as if we stayed there for two nights. I know, you didn't even hug the beautiful penguins in the lobby. <laughs> Do you remember hugging the beautiful penguins in the lobby? Because you were blackout drunk. I don't, but I saw the pics. Right. Uh, it's probably good we didn't stay there for two nights because I don't think you would have survived another night 
in that hotel. <laughs> you really lived, you were like, we got one night. I got to make the most of it. <laughs> Give me all the alcohol. Listen, Nashville, baby. I know, but I'm just saying it's, it'd be more enjoyable if you could wake up in the hotel, enjoy breakfast, breakfast in bed, then go and explore, not up. Gotta, gotta go. Thanks for, it's basically a place to sleep. And I look at this hotel in Columbia and I'm like, could have been a Motel 6. It's a place to sleep. Yes, but would you want to stay at Motel 6 instead of a nice hotel? No. Here you go. As a man who does love a nice hotel, it bummed me out for them to walk in and just to go, well, it's my last night here. And I'm like, ah, wouldn't you, you love, love nice hotels? I know, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I'm a man, like Jesse, I'm a man of luxury. I'm a, you sure are. I'm a man of luxury. Well, okay, so they're staying at this nice hotel. They want to make the last night special. And <laughs> what is more romantic, what is more special than a FaceTime with Kaka, Kaku, Kakao, Kakao, the one and only Kakwa. <laughs> like, so, okay. To pile on, you're staying in this hotel for one night and you're going to spend that night FaceTiming <laughs> Jennifer's ex. Does it get any better, folks? Order some room service. Let's make this a night. I'm here for it. Let's, ca- let's call Kako. Kakao. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, let's go So, okay. They FaceTime Kakwa And Jesse. Oh, Jesse. <laughs> Hola. Hola, cacao. <laughs> He's like, ¿Cómo estás, cacao? And Jennifer's like, oh, idiot. It's cacao, <laughs> my love. Repeat after me. Say it after me. Cacao. Yeah, like like cock in my mouth. Like how I had his cock in oh my, my mouth. Oh, my gosh. Cacao. You stop it over there. <laughs> Is cacao the same thing in America as what I'm thinking in Czech? Cacao? What's cacao? You know what cacao is? What is you tell me, then I'll it's tell cocoa. you. It's cocoa. Oh, cacao. Cacao. Yeah. Yeah, we have cacao here. <laughs> I hate it. We have caca here, too. Oh, we should do. I would not suggest. You just did caca before uh, our podcast. Uh, yes. I would not suggest <laughs> making a hot caca and drinking it <laughs> Ew, on the on. ski slopes. Come on, come on. But yes, we have it all. Mm-hmm. And what okay. do you think I'd made caca before? <laughs> The bathroom? Yes. How dare you? <laughs> Some things are not for the podcast. And I did not do that in the bathroom. <laughs> Sometimes I do. That was not one of those times. Okay. All we're, right. We're moving on. So Jennifer's like, we need to talk about some personal things. Jesse wants to know the truth about everything. So let's just get it out. Okay. So Jesse starts speaking. He's like, I want to know what's going on between you guys. I want to know the truth. I'm not 100% comfortable with this relationship, and it'd really help if we could just get it all out there. So Jesse gets right into it, and he asks, in the time you were dating, there was no sex? Jennifer goes, he wants specifics. But don't exaggerate, and don't make it graphic. Don't get graphic, don't exaggerate, which are two completely different things. There's exaggerating... And there's getting graphic. Well, she probably meant don't exaggerate and make it graphic. Oh, okay. I think you translated it properly. That's, mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm, probably right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Kakwa says, we had moments. Sex is, I don't want to be specific, but there was no penetration. 
But if you refer to sex as cuddling, kissing, sleeping together, well, yes. Nobody refers to sex as those things. Gaka, you could have just said, no. (laughs) No, we didn't have sex. He wanted to make it dramatic. He wanted to flex a little bit. He wanted Mm -hmm. to be like, yeah, we cuddled. We kissed. We even slept together. But. But she wouldn't bang me. No penetration. No penetration. (laughs) And Jennifer just sits there and Jesse is like, okay. I mean, I know my Spanish is pretty, pretty, pretty good. But could you translate what he just said? Because I actually have zero idea what, what the hell Kaka just said. I almost feel like she took a moment and thought it through. Like, should I say exactly what he said or should I just like, man, like kind of say it. But then I feel like she... Must have thought of the fact that it's going to be on TV right. with subtitles. So she better translate it properly. Well, I don't think she gave it enough thought because the way she translated to Jesse was the worst possible way she could have done it. Because she starts, well, he said we slept together. Oh. And <laughs> I think we all understand sleeping together as sex. Yes. And that's the way she starts. And you can kind of see Jesse like, oh, you guys slept together? And she goes, well, no sex, but we sleep together, kiss, hug. There was never a DNA exchange. Okay. okay. So somehow <laughs> Jesse makes the leap to oral sex. Well, because Jennifer said, we share intimate moments. That's how he put one and one together. Oh, I thought it was the DNA exchange. Like, well, he. Kaka gave me his DNA in my mouth, but I never gave him my DNA. I mean, how do you know? That's an oral swab. She she gave him an oral swab. Yeah, I don't know. She said there was never a DNA exchange. Jesse's like, so oral sex. And Jennifer looks disgusted. She doesn't want to get into it, she says. it's Here's two guys talking about banging Jennifer in front of Jennifer. <laughs> She's usually not there <laughs> for those. Point. She's not there for those conversations. Usually, when guys talk about Jennifer, it's behind her back. Here she is, front and center, while Kaka and Jesse compare notes. Well, she's not gonna help the situation at all because she basically says, "Well, Kaka's my friend, and he's always horny. What am I supposed to do?" <sighs> it's like Jennifer. Oh, yeah. but you're missing the best part. You're missing the best part <laughs> of that statement, which is she's saying. Oh, it's his personality. Oh, my gosh. He's horny all the time. How is that your personality? Kissing and hugging, telling Jesse that that's his personality. Oh, he's just horny all the time. That's his personality. Yeah, Kaka, he'll, he'll finger bang me once in a while, but that's just his personality. Like, <laughs> that's not a personality trait. That's, being horny is not a personality. I mean, some people are. Kissing, sleeping together, that's not a personality trait. But Jennifer says... It's just, he's horny. It's just a personality. I mean, it could be if someone talks about sex all the time. It's like, oh my gosh, his personality is so horny. That's not what she said. She goes, he's horny all the time. It's his personality. (laughs) I just don't think she explained it well. No, this whole thing should have been Google Translate. You would have gotten the real authentic answers in real time instead of having to rely on the girl who's trying to cover her tracks and cover her ass to translate 
what Kaka is saying. Just use the Tamagotchi or just use Google Translate. Oh, the Tamagotchi would be great. There's got to be a program like Skype or FaceTime. And if there's not Shark Tank, here we come. That translates in real time your speech, your conversation. So you could video chat. One person goes, blah, 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 blah. And it translates. There is something like that. I almost feel like I've seen it and your mom sent it to me too, like a year or two ago. I almost feel like it's uh, like something you insert in your ear and it translates. Oh, no, that for sure. But that's in person. Mm. I'm talking about you have Google Translate. You talk into your phone yeah. and then it spits it out. Yeah. The translation. There's got to be a Skype with that built in. I know there's Skypes with captions. Mm-hmm. So if your hearing impaired or your sound is off, you can have captions. There's got to be one that translates it. That's what needs to be here. Not that X who's trying to cover her ass. I mean, Jennifer did pretty good job translating. So I think think it was good. I think so. I'm just shooting the shit here, spitballing some ideas. I mean, it would have been great. I think it's a pretty good idea. You could finally talk to my parents. I think it's a pretty good idea. So that's very true. So Jesse asks one last question. Do you have feelings for Jennifer? And Kakwa says, of course. I'll always have feelings for Jennifer. And then he hangs up. But did you realize that he said it in English? Oh, yeah. This guy goes back and forth. He knows English. Come on. At least like basic stuff. I think so because when Jesse asks the questions, Jennifer doesn't translate. He understands, or at least we don't, so true. we don't see the translation on that. And we only see the translation from Kaka to Jesse. Well, at the beginning we did, when Jesse asked uh, about the sex, if they had sex, she translated it to Kaka. D- did she? Mm-hmm. I thought it was just the, oh, maybe that's true. Oh, here's what he wants to know, but don't get too yes. graphic. Okay. But yeah, he does. He's got a better command of the English language than he wants to let on. Because otherwise, he's going to have to answer some tough questions face to face. For sure. But Jesse's happy with the outcome. He learned a little too much. He learned more than he was expecting. But he's happy that Kaka was Kakao. Kaku. Kaku. Kakua. All, all the above. Ugh. Jesse's said all those names <laughs> at some point. Kakua was honest. And yeah. that's all he wanted. He wanted honesty. He wanted to know what's going on. And he learned. And now he said that he's just going to leave Jennifer to set the boundaries when it comes to Kaka. And I think it was very mature of him because unlike other 90 dayers, he would be like, you cannot never, you can never see Kaka again. You cannot talk to him again. Like, no, he's just like, you know what? I'm going to let her handle it and we'll see what the future brings. Right. I mean, no one can tell another person who to see or what to do and have it actually influence them or stick they have to want to do it themselves if jennifer is not down to break things off with kakwa or tell him how she feels it's not going to help if jesse says it no but he didn't even force it on her he just said i'll leave it up to her let's see that's 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 mature yeah mature so cut to jesse packing his suitcase he's only got a few hours left to wear that smooth criminal hat And he is going to make the most of it. So we cut to the car, driving them to the airport. And Jesse and the cab driver are wearing matching hats. I did not catch that. 
I caught Jesse's hat. Yeah. Nice fedora. You've been struck by smooth criminal. <laughs> yeah. They're both wearing matching hats. It made no sense. If, I don't know if there was a buy one, get one at the market, but <laughs> literally, I think to a T, the same hat, same colors, same style, same size. It was comedic. Maybe that's the fashion trend in Colombia. Oh, I'm sure it is. I just found it. Found it funny to see that. So, okay. They're in the car. They're driving. Jesse asks, Jennifer, are you going to see Kaka when I leave? Are you going to go running back to him and oral sex and sleeping together and kissing and (laughs) hugging and all that? Is that all to come as soon as I leave? And Jennifer's like, you know, he'll always be my friend, but I don't need to see him if it's going to make you feel better. Good. Yeah. I guess so. Yeah, Jesse's happy. He loves hearing that. No, but I'm just saying, is it necessary? What do you mean? If they're just friends, can't Jesse be mature enough to know a guy and a girl can be friends? I'm sure she'll see him at some point, but I feel like his point was not to go and see Kaka on person, not to on person, on purpose, not to be like, hey, Kaka, let's grab wine next Monday. Like if she sees him, she sees him. But if they're friends, you're breaking up a friendship over your jealousy, over your insecurity. Well, imagine if I told you, hey, I have this guy friend. He's like in love with me for the longest time. We used to like kiss and hug and sleep next to each other. Is it OK if I still hang out with him? You would not be thrilled about that. Yeah, I don't think I'd be thrilled, but... I would hope I would trust you enough to know you're not going to do something. It all comes back to trust. And Jesse should have trusted Jennifer when she said in the first place that nothing is going on between them. He shouldn't have needed to do a FaceTime to get answers from Kaka. He should have trusted Jennifer and he should trust Jennifer to know that if she goes and hangs out with Kaka, nothing's going to happen. They're just friends. And he's going to trust her. That's all he can do. But I thought the FaceTime was good. The FaceTime was entertaining. I'm glad we got it for TV's sake. But just take her word. If she says nothing happened, take her word for it. You're going to take Kaka's word over your girlfriend's word? He didn't, but I feel like he just wanted to make sure that... Because it seemed like Jennifer lied to him before by not telling him about Mm. Kaka. So I almost feel like now he's like, you know what? I just want to make sure that Jennifer and Kaka are on the same page, that there is nothing else going on. I kind of see that. I see his Fair point. Enough. Fair, Fair enough. enough. Okay. So they're in the cab and Jennifer makes a noise like she's in pain. And Jesse goes, tummy? And Jennifer goes, our future baby. Wait, I thought she farted. it. Maybe she did. Because <laughs> I, I thought she said, no, that's a food baby. Not a future baby. Yeah, I thought like she had a bad burrito or something. (laughs) Maybe she was trying to cover it up. But the noise she made was like, uh, like it wasn't like, unless she was making the, uh, to cover the. I didn't even hear the noise. Yeah. Oh, I I heard her in, I didn't hear the noise. I heard her in pain. Mm. And it was a weird joke to make saying it's our future baby. Well, they did talk about kids. Yeah. So it's not that funny. (laughs) No, it's not funny. I thought it was just strange that she's like in pain and she's like, oh, that's our baby. Maybe that's our 
future baby. Well, Jesse wants kids, but Jennifer is taking it step by step. Let's all be smart here. Yeah, let's which take is our, good. Let's take our time here. So they get to the airport. Jesse gets out of the cab, and Jennifer's like, "Babe, wait, I have something for you." And I'm like, "Oh shit." This is so romantic. This is like such a beautiful <laughs> moment. They just spent this lovely trip together, this romantic vacation. She doesn't want it to end. And she's running after him like, babe, don't go away. I have something for you. And then she just takes her panties off right there in the cab and gives them to Jesse. That wasn't even the worst part. The worst part was when Jesse grabbed it and smelled it and he said, Mmm, more. Smelled <laughs> her used panties. And as you said, like, I'm sure that stomach pain in the cab was gas. And so he's just smelling these defiled panties. It's so hot for Jesse. He's like, that is so hot. Thanks, Discovery Plus. <laughs> things I things I didn't need to see. How long until Jennifer starts selling her used panties? online oh my gosh that's what's coming speaking of that i don't uh -oh. want to sidetrack but uh -oh. we saw amira and what's our friend's name david yeah oh, buying yeah. an rv maybe he bought her panties maybe she was the one selling uh, yeah. his panties right? that's why you sidetracked it yes yeah. oh yeah 100 percent. yeah uh, disgusting all well, around maybe we'll dig up some info and john can do it by the way who yeah. knows <laughs> so yeah jennifer's like that's my present. What a present. Why do I always spend money on you? Just give me your panties. Next time I'm going to give you my old undies. <laughs> if you did, I'd probably do the laundry. I'd be like, okay, she wants me to do the laundry. <laughs> like, what's Jesse going to do with them? Don't, you know what? Don't tell me. I don't want to know what he's going to do with them. Nah. But maybe Gino should have given Jasmine his used underwear oh, instead, ah, of a, instead of a toothbrush. No. Right? No. So they say goodbye. Jesse's weeping like a baby. He's wiping his tears with Jennifer's panties. He's crying. <laughs> and then in the interview, Jesse starts saying, we're going to try to see each other as much as possible until the wedding. And I'm like, wedding? And Jennifer's like, I need to see a ring and shit. Well, the shit's, in her, pan the shit's in her panties. <laughs> <If> she, <laughs> she wants to see that. But yeah, this is a very fast timeline we're working with. Darcy, all Darcy wanted was a ring, was a wedding, well, and he, he dragged said, it out oh, for seasons. Well, he didn't say, oh, next time we'll have a wedding. He said, we'll figure it out. We'll see each other. We'll figure it out. But he's already live. talking and about a wedding. Because he loves her the after The fact that he's talking. Days. Yeah, I mean, if Darcy gave Jesse her panties, watch out. Who knows? Maybe they'd be getting married. I think Darcy was just too crazy for Jesse. I mean, she's too crazy for everyone. For everyone. But, um, yeah, I can see them together. Hmm. Perhaps. We'll see. I mean... I hope there's not a season three, but we'll see. I think they are still together. I think we can say it now because... Oh, I think they are too. I see the social media. I think they're together too. Jesse just posted something. I don't know if it was kind of clickbaity, but there was like 12 hours or 24 hours where he's like, Jennifer's missing. I haven't heard from her. Oh, yeah. Let me know where she is. And it turns out like her phone died or something. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, come on. Are you just trying to get clicks? But they, they've been posting travel photos. Oh, I so think they're together. Yeah. I just don't need to see them on another season. Yeah, no. Hopefully not. Okay. So that's it. That's Jesse and Jennifer. We'll move on in a second. But before we do, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. 
All right, we're back with one of our favorites that delivered all season long mm-hmm. when she appeared because for me, she wasn't on enough. Yes, she delivered not, she's not engaged to anyone or anything, but she just delivered just being tr- on the TV. <laughs> yeah, the craziness. We're yes. talking about Natalie. Natalia. Obviously, she's at Royal Palms Nail Salon. It's been a few weeks since she's seen Josh because it turns out he actually lives in L.A. So that's surprising to me. Yeah, I didn't know. I thought he lived in Florida. Yeah, I thought he was like Boca Raton's number three modeling CEO. But <laughs> turns out he lives in L.A. So good for him. And Natalie likes what she saw. So even though he lives on the other side of the country and they haven't been able to see each other in weeks, she doesn't want to give up on him just yet. But this all, she's been head over heels over this guy after one date. One date. Right. And so she's with Yolanta. They're getting their nails done. And Yolanta can see on Natalie's face how head over heels she is. That like she's in love with this guy. And so Natalie gives Yolanta the deets on the date. She's like, oh, went on this date with Josh. So good. I felt 15. I felt 15 on this date, which is very good because she usually acts 12. So (laughs) for her to feel 15, this is improvement, folks. We are seeing growth right before our eyes. (laughs) She's still acting 12. Yeah. So she's nervous, though. Her big fear is that Josh has two kids already. And we all know Natalie wants kids. And she wants to know, does Josh want to have more kids? But she didn't want to ask him. She was scared to ask him. On a first date. Apparently, that's not a first date question, which coming from Natalie. Right. Who who is she right now? Like, who you, is this lady? There's real growth here. Maybe she really is acting like she's 15, not yeah. just feeling, I'll acting gi- too. I'll give her 16. There's <laughs> We're seeing some real growth here. But the reason she didn't ask isn't because, oh, that's not an appropriate question to ask someone the first minute of knowing them. The reason she didn't ask is because she was scared he'd say no. That's I also, why. Yes, but I also think she didn't ask because he literally just told her, I have two kids with two different women. I'm not with neither of them. And she was just shocked. She was in shock. Right. So we're saying, oh, my God, good for her not asking that question. But the reason she didn't ask isn't because she's mature and knows she shouldn't ask. She's not mature. She was in shock and she was scared of hearing the Mm -hmm. answer that she didn't want to hear, which is, no, I'm done with kids. Snip, snap, snip. Maybe he got a vasectomy, <laughs> right? Maybe he got his tubes burned. So that's why she didn't ask. And then we learn more about Josh. And even though she's head over heels, she loves him, he's not the best communicator. There's no good morning, my dick, good night, my dick coming from Josh. There's nothing. Who, who said it? Colt. Oh, Cole could oh, not yeah, stop. Yeah, yeah. Cole could not stop texting. Cole and Jess. Cole could mm-hmm. not stop texting. Josh apparently will not start texting. And listen, mature adult people who have lives, they don't text all the time. You work. Josh has two kids. Yes. Plus, yes. three hours time difference. Three hour tour. Once again, yes, there is time. There is work. There is kids. But 
that's an excuse. Okay. There is always time to text. Sorry, super busy. Love to talk to you, but I can't. Good night. But I think that's what he does. I think Natalie, who's unemployed, just living in Florida, mm. wants someone to be talking to her all the time. Right. And he isn't because, as we said, he has kids. He has his job. He just doesn't have the time to keep texting and texting. Like, what are you doing right, right. now? What are you eating? Like, adult people <laughs> don't do this. I could totally see her doing that. So she I seems think, like someone yeah, like that. Yeah, so I think Josh does text her, but he texts her when he can. She wants him to text her all the time. All the time. Respond immediately. Mm-hmm. For sure. And Yolanta explains to Natalie, hey, the modeling industry, it's a party lifestyle. You know, even if he did text you, doesn't mean he's being loyal to you. You don't know what house he's at. Mm. Like Yolanta seems like she either was a model who knows that scene or she's been screwed over by a model. Because I don't think I would come back with that response. Oh, well, he doesn't text me enough. I really wish he did. Well, you know, he's a model. Mm. and uh, That's a good point. He, he, you know, even if he did text you, who's to say you can trust it? Well, Natalie said she didn't expect to fall for a guy from a different state <laughs> after one date. She didn't say that. I'm saying that. Right. Right. <gasps> but she's into him. She hopes it's going to work. And so we cut to a new day. She's at Driftwood getting a coffee. At night. At night. All right. <laughs> well, she doesn't drink, so. Right. So she's going to FaceTime Josh to get some answers. And I would be so pissed if someone was FaceTiming their booty call from a coffee shop. I was literally thinking the same. Especially someone as unbearable as Natalie. With her voice. I'm sure she is loud. Oh, Yeah. Who does this? Someone who lives in their own world, Mm -hmm. has no concern for other people. And it does kind of go hand in hand with Natalie not understanding, oh, he has a life. Mm -hmm. Oh, he's working. Oh, he has kids. Why can't he text me at all hours of the day? That's the same mindset as someone who plops down in a Starbucks, opens up their iPad and just starts talking Mm -hmm. when people are around you trying to work, trying to read, trying to enjoy their coffee. It's like you're only focused on yourself. Classic Natalie. But before she calls Josh, she tells the cameras that she doesn't want to compete for a man's heart. <laughs> like, what does it even mean? Like, no, Natalie, as far as you know, you're not competing. You're getting to know someone. Well, here's the sad truth. And there's two sides to that statement. There's I don't want to compete for someone's heart, for a man's heart which can be taken as, I don't want to work for a man's heart. I don't want to have to put effort into this. Mm. He should be texting me all the time, Mm. right? So maybe she used compete and work interchangeably. The darker, sadder side of that statement could be, I don't want to have to compete with his kids. Oh, I didn't even go there. For his heart, right? Why are they getting all of his attention? I can see her. Why is he spending so much time with Mm -hmm. his kids? Oh, I can see her. So it's it's a loaded statement, and either way, it's not good. It doesn't sound good. It doesn't sound good. And neither does her voice in the middle of a coffee shop when I'm trying to work. <laughs> I would be so pissed. I, I would, would <gasps> I would probably say something. If I was sitting nearby, I would be like, hey, dude, take it outside with headphones. Right. And I'm looking at you, TLC, for even setting up the scene here because... We've seen 90-day shows or whatnot where they go to a restaurant or a bar and it's empty. Like it's almost clear that they 
told people, mm-hmm. hey, we're shutting down. We're going to film a scene here. Please leave. This coffee shop was popping. There was people all over the place. So I'm sure that's it was TLC. entertaining for people. If they walked in and be like, hey, guys, we're setting up a scene. 90 Day Fiance, Natalie's just going to call her potential <laughs> boyfriend. As everyone's okay with it, guys, we're going to display your coffee shop. It's going to be on TV. So, you, well, okay. That's why. And I'm sure people who are sitting there are like, oh, my gosh, sure. Like, I want to see this. You and I, you would be pumped. We would. But if my parents were in that coffee shop, they'd be like, this is a nuisance. Oh, your mom would like it. Your mom, mom would be like, okay, okay, someone's going to be on TV yeah. over here. My dad would be like, this is, I think this is the show that John watches. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is even worse in person. <laughs> so, okay. They call, she calls Josh and he's like, hey, cutie, what are you doing? Cute nails. Oh, cute, baby. Because he knows she's 12. Uh, Deep down, she's 12, going on 15. Uh, yeah, cute. Oh, so cute. So Josh asks, what's on your mind? And Natalie goes, I feel like I genuinely like you. But you never ask me how's my day, how I'm doing. In my country, man has to show interest, and we either accept it or no. I'm no American girl, remember? I'm Ukrainian girl. I was just going to do that. Do it. I'm not an American girl. I'm from Ukraine. Yeah. In my country, every guy just slings their dick at me and I either have to bat it away or I suck it. It's like, what is that? What is that? In my country, they have to show me interest. We either accept it or we don't. Well, Josh reminds her that in his country, he has some commitments like his kids (laughs) and his business. And he just... He cannot just put his life on hold because Natalie wants to send some text to text. Yeah. In my country, we have to work. We mm-hmm. can't just sit around and collect checks from reality TV shows. So he's like, I got, I got kids. I got my business. They're my commitments. And he says, but let's do something soon. And I thought that was kind of one of those things like, but we'll hang out. I probably like, let's mm-hmm. hang out. Let's figure something out. We'll get together. And Natalie's like, like what? Okay, we'll do something soon. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> I thought he's like, that's like the ghosting opening. Totally. Like, but she was about to ghost her. But she would not let it happen. She was immediately like, yeah, it's like if it was someone saying, oh, let's hang out. Okay, when? Let me check my, let me pull out my calendar right now. And let me find an open date. It's like, I would no. hate if someone did it to me. It's just something someone was saying. Josh was like, oh, well, we'll do something soon. I actually do it to people. I honestly, I barely ever want to hang out with anyone. But if someone asks, I'm like, oh my gosh, we have to do something soon. (laughs) That's like my favorite sentence. And people usually just go, totally. Yeah. And that's where it ends. Now there's like, okay, well, I'm free on the 14th. (laughs) If you are. Okay, that doesn't work. The 15th, 16th, and the 17th are also good. I would probably pull caca and just hang up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, bad connection. (laughs) So Josh is like, well, come to LA. Let me take you around. Right. Make her do the effort. You fly to me. You come to me. I'm not going to put any effort into this thing. If you show up, we'll bang. And that's it. I'm surprised that Natalie was like, okay, so I'm I'm basically free all the time. <laughs> Should I jump on the plane tomorrow? Right. Or? right. It's kayaks up on the screen. Hold on. Let me look. Let me take a look at flights. <laughs> so Josh goes, all right, how about a little blow kiss goodbye? And instead, Natalie gives him the finger. Wait, wait, what? He goes like, I all right, blow it. my kiss goodbye. She gives him the <gasps> finger. She did? What an idiot. Like, She's I'm sure. such yeah. an idiot. Oh, he'll definitely want to text you now. 
Oh my gosh, she did. Yeah, I can't believe you missed that. Yeah, she's not going to LA. Yeah. Unless he really wants to bank. Mm. Maybe he does. Mm. We'll see. So that's where that story ends. I don't like that we're setting up a potential season three for them either, but. Well, I would see Natalie on season three. I I'll would be too. honest. It's more than I'm over the single life. Like, I kind of hope there's no season three of the single life. I think there is. <sighs> well, I- then be better, single life. Well, I almost feel like based on what we saw on the previews for the tell-all, Natalie might do her single life in Ukraine. Ooh, the other way, single life. (laughs) (laughs) Single life, the other way. Because I I think that Mike is divorcing her ass and she's going to have issues with her papers. Yeah, she could fight it. She could, could, but we all saw her on TV. Uh We'll find out. We'll find out. Can't wait. All right. Our last, and maybe our least this episode, not the season. She delivered, at least early on in the season, fan favorite. This was a little bit of a bum bum, like just a little bit of a kind of puttered. It was a sweet segment. puttered out, though. We're talking about Dirty D. We're talking about Double D's Debbie. And the thruple is still together in San Diego, Debbie, Colt, and Audrey. They are waiting for the day because... After all these ghostings, Debbie isn't sure that the guy's going to show up. So she needed some moral support. Yeah, they're there for moral support. And I don't know how I felt. I don't know if I thought he was going to show up or not. I thought he would, but I didn't know what to expect. Right. There was no surprise, right? He showed up Mm -hmm. and it was the guy in the picture. I I just wrote down a cute data check. I wrote down he looks like Walter White's older brother. I don't know who Walter White is, although it rings a bell. Breaking Bad. Oh, So it's like Breaking Bad or Breaking Deb's heart? Like time will tell, but he showed up. He's great. Can he be my grandpa? such a sweet guy, right? So he meets and greets everyone, Colt, Audrey. They leave. Did you see his face though? He was a little surprised by Colt and Audrey being there. He's like, uh, uh, what's... Called a, a bill. <laughs> oh. He didn't expect Deb having two An other entourage. people with her. Yeah. But he was so sweet. He like grabbed her hand. He was happy to see her. Complimented so her. So sweet. They get a seat at the restaurant. So I was going to ask you. He said they're doing the chef's table. Right. What Have you heard of that before? Yeah. Which they didn't eat anything. First of all, a chef's table is a special event. You go to a restaurant, the chef, it's usually a tasting menu. That's what I thought. It was. That's what I thought it was. That's what I know, right? Yeah. But he basically made it sound like, oh, we're doing the chef's table. We're in the kitchen so we can see all the action. <laughs> right. I think he thought like, oh, a table next to the open kitchen mm. is the chef's table. But no, this was a family style. Maybe that's what he meant. It was like a family style table. It was a long table with a ton of seats and they were the only two sitting there. Well, the drinks were looking good and Dirty D, we know she loves her drinks. Right. Maybe it's a chef's table in the sense that he knows the chef and because mm. the chef can invite friends and family. And, so that could be it. But to me, a chef's table is usually a certain style of service. Because we watched the show on Netflix that's called Chef's Table. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So maybe I'm confusing. Maybe I'm thinking of a tasting menu. But that's what I thought, too. Yeah. Maybe they did eat. They just we didn't, didn't film we them. We didn't see it. Anyways, they're sitting there. And Bill, such a nice guy. Such a sweetheart. Is like, I have three cats. Um, I love get-togethers. Dancing. Parties. And I hope to one day go bowling again. <laughs> his, <laughs> his aspirations are so modest. I hope to one day go bowling again. <laughs> I just like, he's such a cute did it, Shaq. <laughs> maybe, maybe one day I'll see the sunrise. I would, one day I'd love to catch a butterfly. It's like such beautifully simple I loved aspirations. Bill. And he was wearing some cool hip glasses. He was cool. Yeah. Deb goes, you look so much better than your picture. We don't say that, Deb. That's, yeah. I mean, why would you go on a date with him if you didn't think he was good looking in his picture? Yeah, but hold. he loves it. He appreciates it. He's such a sweetheart. Here, hold, hold up this menu and smile. Now you look like your picture. <laughs> so Deb's like, you look like a 60s hippie. And Bill just goes, ah, oh, you're a gem. He trimmed his beard for her. Trimmed his beard, pulled out all the stops, chef's table. Deb's loving the date. Bill is too. Bill says... You are not a disappointment. No. The segment was a disappointment because <laughs> we didn't see anything. Yeah. There was they, no eating, no They real literally juicy. sat down. They sipped on that cucumber drink and... That's it. They got up and they left. Yeah. Bill called her a car, which was very nice. But Deb drove from Vegas for this? Maybe that wasn't the only date. It's just... I hope he paid for gas. Like, she, she drove from Vegas... To sit there, have two sips of a drink, get up and leave. I mean, we didn't know what was going on behind <sighs> the scenes. But I loved Bill. Yeah. Oh, Deb goes, oh, it was a great first date. I'm right between the friend zone and the fuck zone, right where I want to be. Oh, I think Bill just wants to hold hands and bowl. Mm, and sweet. So sweet. Sweet. Sweet moment. And that's it. That's where it ended. No Stepanka. No Stepanka. No Sinjin. I mean, Sinjin, it's just so stupid he wasn't the show. The whole thing. Out of control. But that's it for season two. We got the tell-all next. I'm excited for the tell-all. It looks juicy. We'll mm -hmm. see what there's left to tell. We'll find there out. must be something to tell. We'll report back. <laughs> we know a lot of you guys have stopped watching The Single Life. <laughs> but we hope you didn't stop listening. Yeah, you just listened to the pod, so we'll report back. We'll let you know what happens. But that's it. So make sure you guys are following the podcast wherever you're listening. It's so easy to do. Just look down and smash that follow button. Yeah, guys. Smash it like it's as hot as hopefully the tell-all oh, is going to be. Okay. I'm on board with that. I had to think about it for a minute. All right. Make sure you guys follow us on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. Follow us on Facebook. Search Married to Reality. As Teresa is demonstrating right now, we've got merch, mm -hmm. mugs, MarriedToRealityPodcast.com. There's a store. And thank you guys again for the reviews. If you haven't left one, please, please do. We love it. We love reading it. It makes our days, weeks, months. Mm. But. Okay. That's where you're going to stop? Yes, that's where I'm going to stop. All right. I was going to do you. I was going to say, but I've said it all. Oh, well, I have <laughs> said it all. Have you said it I've all? I've said it all. All right. That means we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.